Right, it is 11-11. Ben, make a wish. What's your wish, Ben? My wish is that UAB covers the spread of minus five. <laughs> Dude, that's our wish on November 11th. It's Friday. We're in Provo, Utah. We're hoping UAB covers for uh, – In the Barstool Invitational. Barstool Invitational. So that's Philadelphia a, Wells Fargo Center. They're so. going up against Toledo. I did not know Toledo College basketball is actually pretty like good. Pretty Last good. year they won the MAC regular season. Yeah. But then who ended up winning the tournament was Akron, right? Yeah, I believe so. Actually, Ak- yeah. Made in the tournament. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, welcome to B&T Talk Sports. Again, it's November 11th, Friday. We're in Provo, Utah. And B&T, we're joined by A. What's up? It's our good buddy, Alex. What's up, Alex? It's great to be here. I've been a long fan. <laughs> you know? Yeah, one of our five listeners. Long-time listener. Uh, he, yeah. You know, and he's not, like, being nice. Like, he genuinely has – time to listen to our podcast um and, and, and does and does listen to it a lot like, of people have time but they just choose not to <laughs> no i'm excited to be here thanks to the invite boys for yeah, sure for sure uh uh today's a good day for college basketball obviously we're watching uh uab against toledo uh here in about an hour um gonzaga michigan state and on an aircraft carrier wait where on an aircraft carrier <laughs> uh, every college basketball game in november you have to put on an aircraft carrier. It's just the rules. But the last time they did this was Michigan State, UNC, in the Draymond Green era. So yeah. I don't know when that was, like 2010 maybe? It was! Sorry, I just wonder if there's any, like, easiest bet on Like, when that's going to affect the game or, like, the, the, I've always the, thought that sometimes too. there's been, like, condensation. They've, like, <laughs> they've canceled a couple of these in the past because of that. Of condensation. Not precipitation, but condensation. Yeah, I believe so. Like because like maybe the the basketball floor is too wet or something. They are in the ocean, so it checks out. Yeah, you think? Where where is it? Like San Diego? I think it's off the coast there. Off the coast is like Southern California. It's it's in the ocean. It's okay. Sorry, excuse (laughs) me. It's in the water in the Pacific Ocean. (laughs) Okay, we we can narrow it down. But (laughs) I believe I believe so. So I mean, obviously that's exciting. Uh, Obviously, uh, we're here in Provo. We're BYU fans. BYU plays San Diego State in – wait, wait, hold on. They're also playing They're San also in San Diego. Uh, but San Diego State's, I believe, 17th. So it will be a real test for BYU. Yeah. After they looks, they looks not fantastic against Idaho State, not the other day. No. But, yeah, so, we talked about that. But, like, I, I expect a, a better performance tonight, especially because – I, this is just a team that's just going to have a lot of variability because of the way they shoot the ball and the yeah. reliance on shooting the ball. Yeah. It's, um, BYU limit limit like turnovers, shoot the ball better, and I think they'll they'll be in the game. I don't know if they win because San Diego State's a great team. But. Yeah, well, BYU's just a team that they'll lose games that they should lose and they'll win games that they – or sorry, they'll lose games that they shouldn't lose and they'll win games that they shouldn't win. That's yep. what BYU's going to be this yeah. year. And yeah, sorry if I didn't mention it before. We are currently makes for a more fun product for sure. Uh, we are currently watching UAB against Toledo <laughs> right now, so yes. we have some live reactions to some plays that occur. Uh, that it's a wild game. It's so far it's been kind of crazy, but yeah, uh, yeah. Alex here, he's a um, he's a sports guy as well. Uh, basketball is his main forte. He's a big Lakers guy, big NBA guy, um, but you're. you're you're not from California, but you are from the West. If 
from Washington, but my parents are from LA. Okay, so, so I got my Lakers, Dodgers roots. Okay, there we I go. I'm a BYU fan for college, but those are my teams. It's been a rough couple months here for all my teams. Yeah, yeah. That's tough. it. BYU football. We won't go get into that, but no. yeah. Uh, Dodgers, obviously, they're always very talented. Dodgers took a tough L. I'm still, I'm still recovering. Yeah, yeah, that, that, was, that was tough. That was tough. What, who did they lose to? Padres. 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 Yeah. Kind of cooked by the Padres. We yeah, did, we did yeah. not show up. No. Which is surprising, but um, and then yeah, Lakers obviously have their struggles, but let's let's get a little bit to NBA. Uh, just a tad, uh, as we see this. Oh my gosh, UAB just blew a wide open layup. Uh, that's what we get for going with him on, on this pick. Uh, but yeah, let's talk a little NBA here. Uh, we touched briefly on the Jazz in our last episode, and for some reason they're weirdly good. But it doesn't necessarily. I've always been on the on the boat that doesn't surprise me. I I kind of thought they'd be like a five seed even before, but if the playoffs started right now, they're the one seed, and marketing is playing out of his mind. Jordan Clarkson is doing Jordan Clarkson. It's just like they're just fun to watch. The Jazz have surprised me a lot. They, I thought they were gonna be horrible, but they just have too many pros on their team. Yeah, they're ten deep of legit rotation guys and players that I mean I want on the Lakers. Yeah, like I want on any of my teams I support. So it's it's fun having like rookies like Walker Kessler and the new guys like THT coming on Colin Sexton comes off the bench but plays significant minutes I think they went with a lot of like low low investment guys with high upside yeah which is you know like Colin Sexton it's like with his injuries and some some of those issues you know Cleveland of course stuck with Darius Garland and let Sexton go and Jess said why not and it's worked out well for him. Yeah, and again, we a lot we, of things like that. Yeah, and like Not we talked, sex. we talked a lot about that last episode, but we won't get in. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, just uh, and we we might cover this later in the episode too. But what's up with your Lakers, man? What's what's is, wish... is LeBron washed? Is it Russell Westbrook? My I look at them, I see Russell Westbrook. It's just inconsistent, right? Like he has games where he's sometimes very good offensively. Um, Anthony Davis, obviously, when he's he- healthy, he's good, but that's always a what if. Uh, LeBron is LeBron, but it's not the same LeBron. Yeah. And then there's really no one else on the team. What's kind of. There are a lot of issues. I was just on the phone with my brother for an hour today talking about the Lakers. <laughs> so I could go on forever about yeah. our issues. But I think the main thing, if I had to choose one, if there was like a, a pie chart. And like you could like divvy up the blame. Mm-hmm. The biggest piece would be our roster construction. Yeah. Like Russ has been consistent ever he was since since he was moved to the bench. Mm-hmm. He's been consistently good. Um, like eighteen, nine, and six. You know, like mm-hmm. honestly, a really good role player for us. But we we have too many guards on the team. We're relying too much on on Lonnie Walker for scoring. We're too small. But we only have we have no bigs to go to. We only have one look. It's LeBron and AD and three guards. So it's easy. It's easy to defend. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, I don't know. I think we're two and nine right now, so we're not looking good. And LeBron's hurt, so. I think, I, like, at least when I've like, I, you know, Tyler, you were mentioning like, oh, well, Westbrook kind of inconsistent. I'm like, the issue is that outside of those three guys, there's just nothing else. 
And I think... Well, Austin Reeves doesn't do it for you? No, he does not. Which, um, I like Austin yeah, Reeves, but he... I'm, gonna, I'm not going to tolerate any Austin Reeves slander. <laughs> no, it's, it's, not, it's not slander. It's not slander. <laughs> it's not slander. But if you're it's a reality. good team, he's not starting. Yeah. yeah, but he's um, a good like off the bench kind of guy, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, again, sure. but sure. that's like, yeah. And then Lonnie Walker again. You can't, you just can't rely on yeah, someone no. like These that. These guys are good, but yeah. they're better if it's like they're your seven through ten option, not, yeah. Your, yeah. not your three, four, five. And and where where I feel like Westbrook gets some of the blame, or it's not his fault. Where the Lakers get blame for the Westbrook situation is the fact that he is he has been a solid good role player. But he is way too expensive of a yeah. solid role player right now, which you know it isn't his fault. He's doing the best that he can. Um, you know he's getting cash in his checks, opted in this offseason as he should. I just think that kind of handcuffed the Lakers and what they could do this offseason. So they are kind of trying to do what the Jazz did, be like, who are some young guys that are cheap that can help us out, and it just hasn't worked out as well as it has. You know? Yeah, it's it's also uh, there's also rumors of Bradley Beal potentially going to the Lakers, and I, I don't just, know how they pull that off. I don't know how they pull it off, and also don't. So he has a no trade clause, but if he requests a trade and like the teams agree, you can get out of it. Yeah, yeah. I meant more from like the the financial, the capital. And slash financial. Probably Westbrook would have to. I, I I'm not really yeah, sure. Westbrook would have to be moved for but. sure. I think it would it would require the Wizards to go, like we'll take on the Westbrook contract so we can suck and take. Yeah, I think my which for some they should do. Yeah, it'd be a smart move for the Wizards, but they're too stupid to do that. They're like, <laughs> let's be mediocre so we can not compete for anything and not get good players. I think let's what the that. I think that what the Lakers need to do are. It's something similar to what the Jazz did this offseason where you're not buying in on one guy, right? Which I think the Lakers have – ten. Like, obviously, it works. They won their championship in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, like these short-term, like, okay, get LeBron, have AD, and then after that, okay, let's get Russ. I think they were hoping for it to not be that uh, – not that short. Yeah. And They've only had one year of that's a being shoot. good. Yeah. They, need, like, they Lakers should do something – that the Jazz did, where you just get a few guys and picks, younger guys with, again, low investment, high upside, and whether that's in, in this upcoming draft or trading, I don't know what that looks like, but it, it, it is weird to me because I always look at, I've always looked at teams that LeBron's on, and, like, there's always, you always have a chance at winning. You always have a chance at LeBron's playing. I, even right now, I mean, he's still putting up good numbers. Like, He's still obviously a threat, and it, it's just weird to me. Um, do Do you like Darvin Ham? I love the coach. I feel like he was able to get Russ to buy in. I think he's been a huge part in that. I think our off our offense is it's fine. We're running better schemes. It's better substitutions than last year. You can't be a small team and not be able to shoot. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> that, no. it's, it's pretty easy. You yeah. can't have small guys, and yeah. you can't. Yeah. So. I get the sense that he's a good coach. It, with that being said, it's like, you know, he was you can only do hand. so much yeah. if you're him. Yeah. But, like, a big thing, I feel like, in the NBA, of course, you have to you know, draw up good schemes. But it's, like, a big thing is, like, to have the respect of, like, star players in the NBA because that's not an easy thing to do. And I I get the sense he does have the respect. He of, has the respect. 
of For like sure, LeBron, yeah. AD, Westbrook, which yeah. is a big part. Well, Ham came from the Bucks, right? So yeah, he's the number two guy for Budenholzer of the Bucks. Yeah, and that's I mean that's a great. So that's program. a good system. Yeah, it's the stable and. He was with Bud in Atlanta, and that's where like, Quincy oh, and Atlanta was there. Too. There was a bunch of that Atlanta team. Those teams were good. Jenkins, too. the Grizzlies coach, was there. Yeah, that was. Is this the same Atlanta team that had like that's their Horford, like the Horford Jeff T Corver, yeah, uh, Millsap? Yeah, Millsap Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, yeah, they like, yeah. good. That was an awesome team to watch. They were super fun. So, uh, but yeah, so hopefully, it, I'm not like my dad's a big Lakers guy. My dad's also from the LA area initially. Uh, grew up East LA and later moved to Indiana. But so he he's always really likes the Lakers. But I I never really have a ton. Not like against, but it's, it's fun to kind of root against them or root for them. They're very much again big market team. They're popular. A lot of drama. Yeah, there, there's a lot of drama, right? So. Yeah. Um, it's fun when they're relevant, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's, but it's fun when they're good relevant, not when they're bad relevant. Yeah. You know? and so, Whether you like them or don't like them. It's good for, it's good for the NBA when they're when they're yeah. good. I agree. I, I, them and yeah. the Celtics as well. Yeah, so Celtics. Obviously, like it's uh, – It's the Cowboys-Steelers. Yeah. So uh, I, I hope they get it together. Uh, but they might need to make some changes fast in order for that to happen. Yeah. So. I'm optimistic, but – Two and nine, that that's a big hole to get out of. So, but it's still, you know, with ten spots being open in the playoffs, it's not impossible, right? They can sneak in, play in, or something like that. Yeah. Things and have teams, to change. Teams can get hot. It's, you know, crazier things have happened, yeah. right? So, yeah, for sure. But that's yeah, that's a little NBA talk again. We only get, we only get our Lakers insiders. Every so often, so um, <laughs> had to talk about them. Yeah, no, for sure. You gotta get that off your chest. No there. one else. No, no other podcast talks about the Lakers. <laughs> no, never. Yeah. No, not even the Draymond. National media, never. Yeah, national media. Yeah, they can't get enough yeah. of of the uh, Lakers. It's it's uh, all I'm told. But anyway, let's uh, let's let's hop a little bit into our picks for this week. Um, me and Ben, we're just gonna go through our picks. Alex is gonna comment. A little bit on what he uh, what what he thinks. Chime in, chime in with the commentary. We the, always have commentary on these picks. Um, and can so. I just can I just say I a Twitter follower. This is live Twitter. I just got a new Twitter follower called Mistress Mistress Fath. So thanks for listening, Mistress. That's big. Uh, shout out Mistress Faf. That's great, Juju, for the pod. Um, yeah, it is. Mistress Faf. We need more mistresses well, listening to our podcast. Assuming Mistress is a woman. Um, I think that's fair. Uh, she is currently unfortunate. She's following now. 84 people, so it's kind of like a rare thing for her to follow someone. Yeah, like it's me. selective. Um, and zero followers. So, wow. Um, it's uh, very selective. <laughs> that's quite the ratio. Yeah, extreme ratio there. So... Um, all right, let's let's get to our picks. Um, I think I think it's you starting. Or, yeah. Or, or give the listeners an update on our scores because we didn't do that last time, even though we said what had happened. Correct. Um. So Ben, you didn't hit on any of your picks no. Last week, correct. Right? Yeah. I got my NFL one, but all my college, I went zero for five. Thanks for reminding everyone, Alex. <laughs> yeah. Let's just. Yeah. Um. I just want you no, to I'm just back. kidding. I'm I kidding. Just I'm kidding. Yo, it can yeah, only yeah. go up. Yeah. 
Well, Wait, actually, no, no. You actually could go sideways. You could go over for five. It's again. true, and it so, could go worse if I miss my NFL pick. We'll see if you learned. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, let's see if you learned. Yeah. So I'm up four. I yeah. got 25. I've gotten 25 picks right so far. Uh, Ben, you're at 21, so you're actually not too far behind. Yeah. Uh. Well, I, I say we kind of go through this because I also would like to maybe talk a little more college basketball too. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll do our do a picks, do our locks of the week. Alex, you can hop in on our NFL lock of the week as well because literally doesn't matter. Uh, I think I've gotten it once so far <laughs> this whole season. Have you been counting that too? Uh, not, I can go back and count, but I have not currently, no. So, oh, okay. um, is it, I think I go first this go? You do. Um, okay, sweet. I'm looking through these. I think a big game that I wish more people were talking about that people aren't is UCF at Tulane. That that was my pick for game day. That's I thought should have been in New Orleans where Tulane's at. It's the first time uh, it's been there's been a ranked matchup in Tulane. I think since the '90s. I might have to fact check that. But, um, it's whether I'm completely off with that. It has been a while. Yeah. Um, UCF is like sneaky good as well. Um, their only their only loss was to Louisville, and it was by six. That was early on in the season. Uh, and then they also well, actually they have two losses: Louisville, and then they got smacked by East Carolina. Yeah. Um, Who Tulane in turn has smacked. Yes, and. Let's not forget, you did beat BYU, so um, that's uh, doesn't really mean much, man. <laughs> I it's I tried. This is like comfort for me, you know. This is trying to ease the pain. <laughs> but uh, the line is Tulane minus one. Uh, I think it'll be a great game. I think Tulane covers that. Uh, I think they win by three. I don't. Truthfully, I don't know a ton about Tulane. I'm not going to sit here and say I've watched. <laughs> Like two lane games. I'm looking at the score, but I have kept up with them. Uh, they beat a good team in Memphis. Uh, they beat Kansas State early on this season, and they shut down a high powered offense in Tulsa last week. They held them to 13 points. I think they get up for this game, as does UCF. I think it's a good game. Uh, it's a coin flip of who wins. I'm going to lane. I'm going the Green Wave. They cover minus one. They win this by a field goal. Gotcha. I can't – I don't really feel strongly about this one either. Um, I think part of me wants to uh, – is leaning UCF just out of, like, brand name recognition and there's some built-up trust with that program for me. Tulane's been competitive. I mean, beating Kansas State is huge earlier this season. No. And they almost beat Oklahoma last year. Yeah. And, like, that, there's, yeah, so I feel they, you with brands and, like, yeah. they're – there's so something like, brewing Tulane's there. Very, Tulane's very good. Um, I think if I were to be picking this game, I would have leaned UCF, honestly, just for that reason. I don't really have anything. Yeah, Tulane, concrete. to me, is very similar to UTSA, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I So I think they have... A, really a, good, but a little less familiarity. Exactly. So that's yeah. that's my first pick. Alex, I don't know if you feel strongly about the Golden Knights or the Green Wave. I don't, but I'm, I have to agree. I like Tulane at home. Yeah, it's... I think I think we'll be smaller one, smaller so. brand names and teams like that. Um, I feel like home home field advantage matters a big deal. So yeah. that's, that's my first pick there. Cool. 
Um, so for my first pick here, I am going to go with LSU versus Arkansas here. Uh, this is a noon game or 10 a.m. here Mountain Time. Um, it's at Arkansas. Uh, I This one, I feel like they're trying to trick me. Uh, with that being said, I do struggle to see LSU not winning by more than four. I'm going to say a touchdown because I'm not sure necessarily how great uh, this LSU team is despite being Alabama, but I feel confident they're good. They're better than I thought. Me and Tyler had this conversation last week where I was really discrediting LSU and honestly just saying I don't think this team's all that good. I think they proved they definitely are pretty good. Um, with that being said, I think the issue that I have here is I just think Arkansas is legit not very good. Um, I don't think there's nothing that they do that really overly impresses me. Um, you know, they're hot right now, which I think because they rattle off a win, two road wins against BYU and Auburn, which were two teams that are just, are just kind of dead right now. Um, and then lost to Liberty at home, which isn't an embarrassing loss. But if you if you can't beat Liberty at home, I struggle to think that you can keep it within four of LSU. So I'm going LSU 31-24. I think we always forget, too. LSU actually has a good defense. They do. Arkansas's defense is not good. No. So it's going to be a battle of the offenses, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if KJ Jefferson I is going to be trust. able to go up against mm-hmm. LSU defense. Uh Certainly I, not to the extent that the Jane LSU Daniels. offense is going to be able to. Exactly. Uh, I like that pick. Especially like Kayshawn Boutte. He's like one of the best wide receivers in the country. Is there anyone on Arkansas who can do anything to contain him? I don't think so. God damn. They showed nothing against BYU yeah. defensively in the secondary. So. Agreed. Um, it'll be a fun SEC battle there. Um I'm gonna. We'll move on to our second pick. My second pick. Here. And Alex, feel free to interrupt or say whatever you want to say whenever you and want to say. Don't be. Don't be too nice, man. Just like, you know, I if, can't, if I can't come in and just. If one of us, if that's what we're saying, though, you can't. Yeah. Right. If yeah. if either of us has a hot take in your mind, or in turn you have a hot take as. 100% we're we're pro hot. We don't hot take but, shame. But I think I think we haven't said we haven't gone yeah, to that extent too controversial. yet. We haven't uh, gone to that extent yet. And place. and to be honest, I don't think with my next pick, I don't think it really will. Um, Washington travels to Eugene, Oregon. Uh, Oregon's favored by twelve and a half. I'm going Oregon. Mm-hmm. I think they could win by two possessions. Thirteen, fourteen. I think they barely cover. Washington's good, but uh, Oregon's a lot better. Oregon's, Oregon's a legit team. It's I think in Eugene. It's in Eugene too. Like they're not going to lose yeah. by any means, but I think that first game Oregon had against Georgia. Again, we've talked about this quite a bit. Uh, that result does not happen again. Yeah. I I actually really would love to see Oregon play Georgia in the playoffs. I still think Georgia has the edge, but that's a much better game. Agreed. Than than it was week one. Yeah. Uh, I feel the same way about Tennessee. I just don't think a te- those teams get yeah, embarrassed again. Agreed. Um, but I just think – I don't think Penix can keep up with Bo Nix in that – I can't believe I said Bo Nix has been playing great for he's, Oregon. He's like a potential Heisman guy. Yeah, he's like, in that conversation right now. Yeah. Like, he was just so inconsistent at, at Auburn, but I think now um, – I think now he's in a better system. Uh, 
just, just harsh sometimes, and, sometimes just a change of scenery. Yeah, and I, I don't think the competition is. I think the competition in the Pac-12 is good, yeah. but it's not at quite the same pressure. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, that the yeah, SEC yeah. is. So yeah, I think yeah. he just especially, plays more relaxed. Especially his dad played at Auburn. He was like the the golden boy five star. Yeah, legacy kid. I think it's just better. There's just a better situation for him. Um, I agree with this pick. A, a big reason being that I just do not just – I think we think, oh, well, Washington was good and now they're not – you know what they did to make us think they were good? They crushed Michigan State. Michigan State stinks. At home. So, yeah, at yeah. home. Um, in Seattle, so, like, yeah. if you look at their schedule – like, they haven't done anything catastrophically bad, even though they have a 7-2 record, but they haven't beaten anyone really any good. Um, and they've beaten bad teams in a non-convincing fashion. So they're not a bad team by any means. I think they're pretty good. They're a decent team. But they're a team that should get run off the field. Yeah. If, so. this, if this game was in Seattle, I think I would lean maybe Washington to cover. Uh-huh. But I could see having that. Having it being in Eugene, I just I don't believe. Yeah, I think we personally just felt and witnessed as BYU fans uh, just the, the damage that can be done, done in Austin Stadium. I, I would agree. If if it were a home game for Washington, I think it's – I would probably lean Washington covering, but Oregon's still winning. Yeah. But I just don't see that happening at all. So that's my second pick. Cool. I like that. I am going to be staying in the SEC. Uh, I'm going with Alabama versus Ole Miss. I think it's Alabama minus 12 here. Um, I'm riding with Alabama, even though it did not work last week. Just this Ole Miss team, I just really don't think is all that good. Um, I think uh, something that Nick Saban does really well is he does really well, uh, despite the one Kirby Smart loss in the national championship last year, does really well with his guys who were his assistants. Uh, Lane Kiffin used to be the offensive coordinator at Alabama when they had uh, Jalen Hurts, I believe. And so I think that Alabama is able to win this game, I'm going to say by like 14. Uh, Jackson Dart, he's a talented kid for sure. I still He's young, though. Yeah, and I just – I don't necessarily see what everybody else sees in him. He's fine, but oh, my gosh, UAB is terrible. <laughs> um – but uh, back to the topic at hand, like I just think Bryce Young, Will Anderson, guys like that are just going to be able to step up, especially coming off of a hard loss like that. I think this is not the same Alabama team as in years past, but I think they step up and, and win this game by a couple touchdowns. Yeah, I agree. I don't think Bryce Young will let them lose back-to-back games. No, he's, too he's, good. he's, too he's ridiculously good. The team around him, maybe not as much like – he and uh he and Will Anderson are just absolute ballers, like as good of players as Alabama's had. It's just the rest of the roster just hasn't panned out the way that they do. Yeah. Um and I also think again, Alabama's two losses, but they're also two plays away from being undefeated. Yeah. Right? Like well, maybe not undefeated, right? Like Tennessee, like they missed that field goal, goes into overtime, who knows? Well, you can also say that they're a couple plays away from being four losses. So they're gonna play that game yeah, both you ways. Can go the other way. For that. sure. But And I think the fact that they split it, I think this is where they should be. Yeah. They uh, won two narrow games, they lost two narrow games. For sure. And I I think in defense, one of the games they did not have 
their best player, right? The Texas A&M game, they had to rely. Um, I, I don't think they really care. I just think they just try oh, to get yeah, out with the win. Yeah. You know, like you, you don't have your Heisman winner. I, yeah. And so that's – but, yeah, it's – they're definitely vulnerable, right? Um, yeah, uh, sure. It's in Oxford. Um, yeah. You, you know it's going to be a good game. Up until the fourth quarter, I think Alabama blows them out of the water. Yeah, yeah, I think it could it could be a game that seems way closer than this, but then the final score won't reflect. Exactly. So, uh, I I agree with both of you guys there. So, let's. Uh, yeah, I'll go with my third pick here. Uh, uh, man, uh, I'm gonna go with one game. I'm hoping you don't pick the other game. Um, uh, this is. I think this is the last. You hope I will or won't. I I have two games in mind. Okay. I'm gonna go with one. I hope you don't pick the other one I had in mind. Okay. So I'll bank on this. I'm gonna go. I believe this is the last ranked matchup we'll be talking about in the Big Twelve, uh, in in state battle TCU Texas College Game Day. Mm-hmm. Texas is favored by seven and a half. I'm going TCU. I actually think TCU outright wins. Um, which is maybe, which is maybe, this is the game that TCU should lose, but I actually think TCU drops their game next week against Baylor. I just think, okay. I just think it's like a weird, like, I feel like TCU gets up for this game. Uh, Texas has been struggling. They've lost, uh, past couple weeks to good teams, Oklahoma State, Kansas State. By seven points each, like by one possession, right? Yeah. Um, I, I think people are expecting Texas to win. Uh, I think so. With that being said, I think TCU will cover, and again, I think they will outright win. Quinn Ewers has not been the same since his injury, which makes sense. Um, but I just, I have a good feeling about TCU. Uh, but again, you never know in the Big Twelve. Um, very similar to the Pac-12. The Big 12 likes to cannibalize one another. So I think TCU wins this game. People get really high on them, and they drop Baylor the week after. So yeah. that's kind of my hot take. I'm going going Horn Frogs and hook them down, horns down this week. Uh, I, I understand it's a risky take, but it's a risk I'm willing to take. Gotcha. I'm going yeah. TCU. I, yeah, this is where – um, I kind of agree with you in the fact that this feels it, it it feels like the opposite is so obvious. It feels like Texas is so obvious to pick here that that's why you went TCU in a way. Yeah. You know? Um I'm just going I'm not gonna overthink it. I, I think it's Texas here just because I just don't think TCU, like every game that they've won. They've been losing a bunch of these close games that they've had, and then that team's quarterback gets hurt, and then they win. So basically, if they <laughs> it's if they strategy, work, if they, it's strategy. If they you injure their quarterback. I just strategy. Think, I just think guys like Bijan Robinson, uh, you know, Worthy, Quinn Ewers, you've got some high level talent. They're not consistent, uh, but I think that they're able to put it together in another shot uh, in a big game day atmosphere. Uh, in UT at Austin. So I think they're able to kind of put it together. They're able to see some success. I think TCU runs out of their magic, and I think Texas wins this game, and the Big 12 is officially dead for college.
Uh, I, I, I agree. say Texas by 10. I agree with that. 28. I agree with that take, but for next week. Just Big 12 <laughs> will just be dead by hey, next they week. They could lose both. They could lose both. I'm right. really not a believer in this team. I'm, I really don't think they're that good. Again, I agree with you. I yeah. just think for some reason I know they win. you do. I know you do. Yeah. So, uh, uh, cool. All right. Well, you know, I'm gonna we're gonna put Alex here on the spot. Alex, you're picking one. You're gonna pick a game against the spread with what you know, or with what you don't know. Okay. 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 Just like. Heck, it could be New Mexico Air Force while I care, except we're anti-Mountain West podcast. I'm going to just, just roll with, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to choose Georgia versus, or Georgia at Mississippi State. And I'm going to hammer, I think Georgia's going to blow them out of the water. Yeah, I think Georgia's the best awesome. team in college football. Yeah. I don't think it's close. Their defense is so good. Yeah, I mean, they've gone into, into stadiums and beaten better teams than Mississippi State by more. So, yeah. I if I had to choose one of the ones that are left, I'm choosing Georgia. I'd Not agree. Not close. I'd agree with yeah, that. Yeah, it's spread there, 16 and a half. I will say, though, Georgia has also gone into stadiums, Missouri, for example, and have not performed well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they, there is that there is that part of me that's like, I, I think, think you're more win. likely you're more likely than not to be right if you predict that Georgia's going to crush somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely that's definitely like a numbers on your side. Yeah, numbers on your side. I yeah. agree. Georgia's Georgia's defense is special. Mm-hmm. And Mississippi State's offense hasn't had more than 300 yards in the last 3 games. Yeah. So I I think I don't think it's which is weird because early on in the season they were hot. Like they, they were, were Mississippi like Will Rogers was playing great. Maybe they just figured them out. I don't know. I don't know if like injuries again, I'm not gonna pretend to know I know exactly what's going on in Starksville, Mississippi, with the Bulldogs of Mississippi State. Uh, I don't know if there's like injuries happening or like Mike Leach and it's just hit a wall. Just yeah. you know that that happens, right? Uh, it's by a sixteen and a half, right? So if Georgia wins by seventeen cover, I think that's if I would take Georgia as well. Uh, but I feel like Mississippi State just has that capability to just pop off. Yeah. <laughs> um the, tr- the trend is going no, but it's always in the back of your mind. But sometimes that's when it flips. You have that in the back of your mind, and if the stars align with, I don't know, could Georgia offense offensively not step up? We know their defense will step up, but I don't know, as far as covering, right? Yeah. Um, There's so much variance week to week in college football that, I mean, the heck, they could cover. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, so, I believe. That's a, it's a good take. Um, and... I kind of – I don't know why I was playing with fire there. I was hoping he wouldn't take my other game I was thinking. Luckily, he didn't. I, this is my fourth pick. Well, I haven't done my third. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> what? What am I tra- – oh, damn, bro. Really I swear, if you take this, bro, this will be wild. Is it Clemson-Louisville? No, it's not. Thank goodness. But okay. that That is one I was thinking. I so. think I know your other one. I'm not going to pick it. I'll say what I think it is after I explain. Yeah, I think Louisville's been hot lately. Clemson is not. It's in. It's at Clemson. I think this could look a lot like the Syracuse game, where Syracuse starts out the game, uh, or where Louisville starts out the game looking good, uh, being able to put up some points, put some pressure on Clemson, and I think everyone's like, "Oh, is Clemson dead?" And then I think Clemson comes out, whether it be Klubnik, whether it be DJU. I think they make enough plays at the right time, uh, not to turn their season around. 
uh, not to gain any confidence that they're not just sort of a, a weird, inconsistent, not great team. Uh, but I think they're able to end up winning this game by seven to ten points. So I am going Clemson minus six and a half at home against Louisville. And you are going to pick uh, the Wake Forest Muncie. You know me too well, man. And you are going to pick Wake Forest. No, 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 no. I was leaning Wake Forest too. That's what I thought. No, I, I would go Wake Forest in the spot. You know what? I've gone Wake Forest past two weeks and they've let me down. This is a this is an emotional decision for me mm-hmm. for my fourth pick. Um, I wanted to touch back though before yeah. on Louisville, Clemson. Um, Louisville's just a weird team. They're a weird team. You lose to Boston College and then you beat UVA pretty good, beat Pitt by two possessions, more than double Wake Forest's score. You be a good team in JMU. James Madison's a good team. Yeah. Um, they they didn't have a quarterback though. JMU. Yeah. Uh. Since was his name Centennial. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They didn't have him. Um. <laughs> um. Sorry. We're just, uh. The bar Barstool's just a fun. Yeah. I love that bar stool, just like a part. They just don't care about what anyone else thinks. So especially when they're putting out a yeah. broadcast, it's funny. They're just putting up funny tweets uh, on the screen here. Which uh, okay, I literally last possession UAB, Jelly Walker had the ball in transition, passed it to the corner for a wide open three. Uh, from air some ball. other guy, dude just airballs it. Like you just yeah. can't have that. Like yeah. hit something anyway. Um, back to Louisville. Uh, I, I was actually kind of leaning Louisville um, in this game. Uh, I think the safe bet is Clemson, but again, I'm going with the hot team. I'm going with the trend. I'm going hot team. I'm going Louisville on this one. But back to my fourth pick here. Um, it's an emotional decision. The smart pick would be Wake Forest, I think, but they've let me down. I don't know what's happened with them. Did someone figure out the run pass option? Uh, their defense. You know who won't figure out the run run pass offense? UNC's defense. UNC's defense. I this will be a shootout. Dean will not figure it out. I assure you. This is going to be a shootout. The over under seventy eight. I'm going over. Way over. I'm going over. They both score in the forties. Is my prediction. I'm going Drake May. Uh, I think UNC. Um, they're in the coastal and Clemson's in the Atlantic. Or are they both? Are they or are they in separate divisions? They are in separate. Wake Forest is in the Atlantic. Uh, Sorry, Cle- Clemson, Clemson and UNC. Clemson and UNC. Yeah, but the, well, that too. Okay, uh, Clemson's in the Atlantic. UNC's in the coastal. Gotcha. I I think they'll U- play each other in the. ACC that's my prediction. Play. UNC plays Clemson here. Uh, again, I just don't know. Maybe Wake Forest just plays better at home. They're just more comfortable at home. That's what but, I think. But it's not too far. Winston-Salem's not too far from, from Chapel Hill. so I just think UNC's luck is going to run out at some point. And, yes, I said luck because they're not very, they're not very good. <laughs> I, they just play in a terrible conference. You know what? You, you could very well be right, but I, I'm i mad at Wake Forest right now. So okay. I'm going UNC in this one. There we go. Um, I think for my fourth pick here – uh, this is one I, I I'm kind of kind of digging a little bit. Uh, hmm. 
do I want to go with this one? While, while you're thinking, I actually have to also admit that I had UNC last week, and they also let me down. So They did. This is just two teams that just let me down, yeah. and I'm going with the one that has not let me down as bad. Fair enough. Um, actually, I found one that I like better. Um, at 10 a.m. as well on CBS, we got Missouri at Tennessee. I think this is a perfect get-right game. In Knoxville against a not good team, I think Hendon Hooker and company, uh, Jalen Hyatt, Josh Heupel, the coach, I think they're able to just put up a million points on Missouri and win by three-plus touchdowns. So I'm going with Tennessee there. I Going a lot of heavy agree. favorites this week. I agree. No, but no, but you need it. Yeah, I do. You, you got to get it. back on track. I do need to get back on track. And these are not – you know, there's lines for a reason. I'm yeah. not just saying that Alabama's going to win up, like, straight up, you know. Uh, so, so uh, that's pretty – yeah, I think Tennessee bounces back as well yeah. and finds their way in the college playoffs. So, uh, my last pick, funny enough, they also play at 10, and they play on CBS SN, which is what I thought you were going to say. Liberty plays at UConn. Liberty's favored by 14. I think Liberty beats UConn by a billion. Uh, UConn historically has not been great in football, especially these past few years. But they're 5-5. Five and five. They're definitely a lot better. Yeah. Um, but I, I, don't, I, don't think, I, don't think that, I don't think it's close. I think Liberty beats them by a lot. That's a big win. You go into Arkansas – be an SEC team. Uh, again, like we've already talked about, Arkansas maybe is not as good as we thought they were. That's still a tough game. It is. still a tough game. Hugh Freeze is a good coach. Uh, again, UConn, UConn, they're on the up and up as far as their program compared to years past, but I think Liberty just takes this. I'm going to go with the trend here. Liberty, go Flames. Gotcha. I like it. Um, Finish for my, this out. For my last pick here, um, this is what I was going to do last time, but then I, I went off of it because I just got fell in love with the Tennessee one, is um, I like Baylor minus two and a half home mm. against Kansas State. I just always kind of like this Baylor team, even though I know they're not great. I just kind of like feel like I know what I'm getting from them. I don't feel like I know what I'm getting from Kansas State at all. Uh, Kansas State could very well come out and win this game, uh, but... I think this is a good opportunity right now for Baylor to be able um, to uh, to get right to win this game by I'm gonna say a field goal. So I'm going Baylor. Go with the Close Bears. Out. Yeah. Go with the Bears. This is my least confident pick easily. Yeah. Well, that's a that 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 was a hard one for me. I thought about that one, but I couldn't make couldn't make an agreement. So. Um, I think, I think that's pretty much it for college football. Alex, did any other games maybe cross your mind? Um, it's kind of a, a slow week for college football. It's a, it it's is a, slow It week. is. It is. It, and it, it always happens every year where Thanksgiving's coming up and the fell starting to get a little more intense. Especially because this last week of college football is going to be awesome. Yeah. Like rivalry week, Thanksgiving weekend is always great yeah. for college like, So we're kind of gearing up for that. Now. Yeah, it's like we're in the – the calm of the storm right now. Big Cat just has run down the cart and did not dribble the entire time. 
Well, you should sort of schedule Easter games like right around this time. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. I think that's what we're seeing. Yeah. So uh, next week we'll have some. Next week is a big like overall. It's a similar slate uh, before the Thanksgiving weekend. That's going to be awesome. But next weekend is going to be Pac-12 showcasing with Utah at Oregon, USC at UCLA. Right before the good Thanksgiving weekend, which is going to be great because that's going to tell us a lot of what we need to know. And I can't believe I'm saying this because Pac-12 football is actually good this year. It's, like, entertaining. Like, I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, Especially, yeah, those four teams, USC, Oregon, Utah, UCLA. So um, let's go with – man, I was going to – yeah, I agree. Uh, Couldn't have said it better myself. Slow week. And uh, with NBA and college basketball, also, there's just a lot going on in college Is football. Is that a little sass? I think that's a little sass. In the <laughs> Is a little sass shirt. playing? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little sass. I have no idea what's happening. Dude, it's. Uh, I I actually prefer this though over like. The uh, yeah. Or, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so just big cat in a suit, <laughs> not dribbling. Just like. Can we can we have more? Like imagine going to a BYU game and just having like at halftime. Whatever, like you can have the cougarettes or like the dance team cheerleaders do something, but have like a ten minute like random college kids five on five. Yeah, the winners get some. Winners get free pizza, or free yeah, pizza I don't know. You know, what it, you know what is always good though is uh, when a team for basketball has red panda. Do you know who red panda is? Red panda. She's like the Asian lady on the oh, super tall unicycle who like yeah. balances plates on her head. <laughs> yeah. It's sick, dude. Yeah, it's like a, it is yeah, sick, dude. It's insane. Do we get red panda? And she'll like throw them on top of like ten that she already has. <laughs> it's insane, dude. Red panda. No, I just think yeah, it's uh, at least with BYU they do too much of the same thing. So it'd be nice. Like this would be awesome to see just random people playing basketball. So should we should we knock out our NFL? Let's go NFL, and then maybe we'll. Oh my gosh, Siri! Why is Siri playing Siri. Christian rock on my phone? That's awesome. This this podcast is brought to you by uh, Anthem Lights. Um, nice. Throw back to my mission. Throw back. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Throw back Christian rock. That was that was what I listened to. Like. Every other day. So, anyway, let's yeah, let's go NFL. One quick thing: when I looked up how much Red Panda costs to bring to Provo, <laughs> and it would cost around three thousand dollars. I feel like that's. I think she's come. Budget. She's come to Provo once or twice. I, I think we can get that. Yeah. Should we? Cheap. She goes to UVA for UVA halftime like every year. Should we? Do we know anyone within BYU marketing? We we know uh, we know the BYU DJ. We got the DJ. We got Harry. Um, uh, we got we got Grant. He was on the pod not too long ago. He's he's within my roommate Zach is on with the women's basketball team. Zach like, Zach with his own po- his own podcast as well. We we've been meaning to collab at some point. Uh, the boys down the hall, I believe it's called boys. Boys across the hall. Boys across the hall. Uh, please give them a listen. Um, I've listened to I listened to a little bit. Admittedly, not a ton, but I've listened to a little bit. And they're fun. Same vibe. Just a couple of guys talking sports. Uh, but yeah, Zach. Uh, which, by the way, I need before I can even talk about it. Zach is on my intramural flag football team here at BYU, and he had the most insane game I've ever been a part of. Zach, that guy. Uh, two, he had the pick six to bring it into overtime, and then he had the pick six to seal the game in overtime. 
along some other big plays. But amazing. Give give him a, a follow. He's at Zach Nelson 21, I believe, on Twitter. Um, but yeah, he's with the BYU basketball, the women's team. He, he participates on their practice squad, which is just, I, I would have loved to do that. Um, it's just so awesome. So we, we have some connections. Let, let's get Red Panda on. Yeah. Let's get Red Panda on. Uh, but maybe we can have a whole marketing podcast for that. Um, <laughs> well, let, let's uh, let's move forward, though. Um, NFL Locks of the Week. Um, again, we're just yeah, picking against the spread. Alex have this one. Yeah, you know, let's you yeah. get first pick as our guess. Um, and then I think it's me and then you. It, we always alternate with the college. It, it, it does. It doesn't matter what I pick. You you can just go first every time. What I, what I pick is just going to be wrong. Mine's going to be right, and yours is going to be wrong. Yeah, that's that's just what's going to happen. Why, so it's just how it goes. So, uh, but but first, uh, how's your fantasy team doing this year? So I actually have three fantasy teams. It's tough. I do too. It's way too. Yeah, many. Wait, it's too many. Sorry, yeah. I don't like it. The drafts are fun. The three drafts are all fun, but then. Yeah. I, don't, I wish I just had one to focus on yeah, and like agreed. worry about those guys. Agreed. Yeah. So, are is one of them doing pretty well? I have, I have one in my. I have a Holmes fantasy football league. So all my cousins and uncles, and that one's kind of, it's kind of cooking. But in all my leagues, I chose either Russell Wilson for my QB, or Matt Stafford. That's tough. So I've had to replace yeah. them in all my leagues. Rest in peace, Alex. Yeah, so nice fantasy teams. Everyone else, quarterbacks. Is, everyone else is decent, but when you choose those guys, I I believed in Russ, but I I kind of I kind of thought that the Broncos at least offensively would be good they, they had, for they some have reason. Weapons. Javante Williams is their running back. Like they could have been decent. Jerry but. Judy's actually. I mean, he, and Jerry Judy still plays well, right? Yeah. Uh, but I, I I expected more from Russell yeah, Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Russell, Russell Wilson. Uh, yeah. I also I also expected lives. more. Yeah, I also expected more for Russell Westbrook to be Both fair. Both are awesome. Yeah, um, we no longer claim Russell Wilson. He's a Richmond guy, but I just can't claim <laughs> we him. We don't. Yeah, I just can't claim Correct. him anymore. He's also just too cringe for me. Yeah, no, that's that's the reason I disown. The there's the video of him. I, I don't know if it's all his teammates like hate him. Yeah, I don't know if it's like before a game or at practice where he has his headphones on, his eyes are closed, his arms are outstretched. And he's just like turning in a circle, like it's it's maybe the funniest story. Yeah. So I mean, everyone listening to this knows all the weird stories about him. Uh, so anyway, uh, locks of the week: Alex, Ben, then I'll go. Cool. Okay, so I'm just choosing. Yeah, any NFL game you want against the spread. But your lock of the week, right? Yeah. yeah. So you gotta be confident in it. Which. I never am. I'm more confident in my. We'll, we'll get more into that, you know. Um, just just go with what your gut tells you, you know. Again, like it yeah. could it could be very wrong, you know. Like I am every week. I, I was gonna say I'm more confident in the fact that I'll make a confident pick and I'll just go against it. That's what I'm gonna do this week. That's what I should have done last week. Okay. I. What are y'all seeing for the spread for the Bills game? Bills game. Uh, here you can take you can take uh, you you can take here my phone here. I'm seeing Bills minus three. Minus yeah. three. We're just going off ESPN. Josh Allen is questionable. Yes. I personally, I the Vikings are good. I don't know. Do you guys believe in the Vikings? Uh, it depends on what you categorize. Are they Super Bowl contenders? No. Yeah. That's what I think. 
they're NFC contenders. I think they could give the Eagles uh, a, a game or whatever in the Maybe. NFC championship. But yeah. I think – I kind of if it, when it comes to well, you know we've said this like at least for me when it when I think of a competitor to the Eagles the main one that comes to my mind I don't think they win the division I think they barely sneak in the playoffs but I think if it's, the Eagles are going to get beat it's by the 49ers. Uh timeout what what time is that game at? That one's at 11. Eleven Mountain Time that's Kirk Cousins prime time. It oh. is Kirk Cousins. Prime you can't time. go against Kirk when it's daytime. Kirk Thuggins. Kirk Thuggins, yeah. Because have you seen that video? Because he's been rocking the on chain. The plane? Yeah. yeah, he every Kirk game Thuggins. they ice they ice him up with some chains. Yeah. Kirk Kirk Thuggins. Yeah, like yeah. I, like someone said that he's like he's like a dog that you dress up for like Halloween or something. <laughs> I love that when he was with the Redskins at when they were the Redskins at the time. Yeah. You he, like that? The R words. Um, you like that? You like that? Yeah. You like that? That's an all-time Ooh-wee. <laughs> Kirk Cousins literally drove That's like so a weird. Honda minivan, like a Honda Odyssey, like yeah. from like 2010 or something. Uh, anyway, so is that is that where you're going with lock of the week or are you going? Yeah, so I'm locking in. I think the Bills are going to cover that spread even though I think they're coming off of, of, a, of a bad loss against the Jets. Yeah. I believe in Josh Allen. I think, I think the Bills are the best team in football. They have too many weapons on offense. Their defense is great. Their defense is stellar. They just I don't know. They made a trade that, that trade from Naheem Hines. And he didn't really play yeah. last week. Yeah. But I think they're super deep. I think Josh Allen's the MVP. I, the Vikings, I think, should be they're the most slept on seven and one team I don't think I've ever seen. Yeah. They really no are. one's really talking about them. Yeah. But I think it's for good reason. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bills to cover. Gotcha. I like that. Even it's risky because we don't know if Josh Allen's yes. playing. But I agree, if Josh Allen does play, even limited Josh Allen, I think they win by like a touchdown. Yeah. That's cool. With. Oh, I like that. Oh, a solid pick there. This one scares me because it seems so easy. But Dallas minus four against Green Bay. Green Bay sucks. Aaron Rodgers sucks. <laughs> They're washed. They're, They're so bad. bad. Uh, their defense isn't very good. They're just going to run the ball down their throats the entire game. And Green Bay, uh, in, in classic Aaron Rodgers fashion, he's going to quit. That's what he always does. That's just what, who he is. He's just a quitter. Yep. Um, so <laughs> I expect him to quit once again. And I don't expect anything to change or get better for him, especially when playing a Cowboys team that – I would rank Cowboys are up there in the NFC contenders as well. Uh, when I mentioned how I think the 49ers are probably the second best team or the have the second best chance behind the Eagles, I kind of think the Cowboys are probably third, and I probably put the Vikings fourth. I like this Cowboys team. They lack super high upside, but you always know what you're getting, which is a team that's got a pretty decent, a pretty good defense um, and a running game that's just good. It's just good. They're just going to run it down your throats and play off the play action there. I, I like Dallas to win by at least a touchdown. I feel like Dallas is also a slipped-on team as well. They're 6-2. Yeah. Um, Vikings 7-1. I feel like yeah. they, they kind of give off similar yeah. I, I think I think people are way more critical of the Vikings than they are the Cowboys. Correct. Uh, and I, would, but I do agree that's like even I'm thinking, oh, I think the 49ers are probably the second best team. And I'm not looking at, like, two teams that have good records. Yeah. Like, very good records. But we talked about this. Ali McCaffrey 
just opens up a lot. Especially when you have Debo Samuel. Yeah. I just really like what they what they have right now. So that's why I'm leaning with um, them as the top contender to the Eagles right now in the NFC. Yeah. So and I'll wrap us up here with uh, <laughs> uh, let's go. My gut tells me that I should go against this, but Seahawks. That's I was play in Tampa. No, it's it's in Germany. Oh, it's uh, that's right. It's in Ger- yeah, Germany. Yeah, the Germany game right now. It's not. Oh yeah, it's at seven thirty a.m. Sorry, I I assumed it was in Tampa. Um, so home field advantage is not going to be a threat. So it's just going to be two teams just hashing it out. Uh, Bucks won a game last week that they shouldn't have. Um, so that does scare me because again, LeBron and Brady give off the same. Goat vibes that are too old. Yeah, that they're too exactly. Yeah, Uh, but I still can never count out the Buccaneers. I will never count out the Lakers when LeBron's playing. I'll never count out the Bucks when Tom Brady's playing. I think this game will be close. Buccaneers, Tampa Bay is favored by two and a half. Um, I think Seahawks just outright beat them. I think so too. The Seahawks are hot right now. Um, And I don't think like I, I think that's that's based off of what Tampa Bay did last week. And, like, I didn't watch them last week and go, oh, they're fixed. You yeah. know? Like, they just got lucky because the Rams are also broken and blew it. Yeah, and you had – Seahawks ha- are good. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, again, Seahawks, they're on the four-game winning streak. Uh, I-, I feel like they figured it out. I think it's safe to say that Pete Carroll's actually a good coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think mm-hmm. – I think, I think I've always thought that. You know, when he's at USC, though, I was like, oh. some sort of, like, is he washed? Yeah. And also, it's just like, oh, well, duh, if you have Matt Leinart and Reggie Bush, or, oh, if you have Russell Wilson, Marshawn Lynch, right, yeah. You have this. But, I mean, I think he he has had every excuse in the Seahawks to be, like, to, like, just be terrible, and they haven't been. They've been good. In fact, they've been probably the best team in the NFC West. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think, again, going back to 49ers, I think 49ers uh, made that great move and added McCaffrey and just yeah. brings a different dynamic to their offense. Which it's a is, win now move. Yeah. And so we'll see what happens. Uh, but that's kind of my lock of the week. Though? Who knows what can happen? Who knows, man? When in Germany, Guten Tag. Yeah. You know any German? Do we have no. any German listeners? By any chance? Okay. You know, we can fact check this real quick live. Um, hopefully. You, you think this game will help? UAB uh, Toledo, by the way, is just like a rap game. <laughs> it's like our intramural <laughs> games, man. Yeah, this is like – it's just sloppy. It's, it's just – it's very sloppy. They're fast-paced. Yeah. It's sloppy and then also having it be part of the Barstool Invitational just makes it seem less. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like what a question. Yeah, it's uh, – but it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. But Especially not, when you have money on it. But but if my dad or mom listens to this, only you have money on this. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Make a layup. Wow, this is crazy. No, uh, we still are going strong with Belgium. Cool. Um, we have a listener. We have a singular listener in Barcelona and uh, Montenegro. We still have our lone listener there as well. So shout out to those guys. Um, <laughs> thanks. Thanks for so I, I I count the amount of countries. We have over fifteen countries that listen to us. But Germany's next. 
And, Ger- yeah. and yeah, Germany's next. Y'all want to hear this? The U.S., Belgium, Philippines, Sierra Leone, <laughs> um, the U.K., Brazil. Dude, that's probably Colin Chandler. Yo, true. <laughs> Canada, New Zealand, India, Ivory Coast, Montenegro. Is that 16? Did I say 15? Or maybe that's 11. Maybe I'm just tripping. Did I say U.S.? Yeah. Anyway. We need more Europe. Yeah, we, we got it. Yeah. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll do better. Sorry. I, I might have caps when I said 15. But, uh, the, but World, the World Cup coming up should boost your Right. Yeah. Yeah. Followers. Yeah. No, we, that's right. Well, Alex is a big soccer guy as well. Um, I, I also got to say this. Uh, I, I feel like I haven't said this to you ever in person. Um, I should say this to you on air, just so it's on the record that um, I do accept this. Alex is a great athlete here. I've had the pleasure of playing pickup ball with him. Um, he knows a lot about sports, big soccer guy as well. Uh, I, I already know he can throw the pigskin. You know, he's just, you know, just one of those guys, you know, loves Thank you, thank you. Lo- loves loves sports, right? Especially howdy, especially um, basketball, right? Um, but I don't think it's this is how I would describe Alex's game when it comes to basketball. Alex is pretty short. You know, I'm six two. How tall are you? I'm a solid with shoes five eight. Five eight. I like, to, I like to brag five eight. Five eight. Dude, we we'll, love our we'll, short kings. We'll go. We'll go five eight us. for him. Yeah, I'm taller than um, Tom Cruise. So I think Tom Cruise. I'll take that. I'll take yeah, that. I think anyone would take that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, short. But with that being said, great point guard, quick, good handles, can shoot the rock. But this kid, when he guards me, Alex, when he guards me, he—I don't know if it's because he knows my game too well or whatever. I love to play the post. He's he the loves. T- he loves his post pass fix. Who me? Yes. Oh yeah, I I, I do <laughs> I do like. It's kind of I I'm kind of tunnel vision, right? When I get the ball in the post, I just want to go and score. I've gone up against guys that are bigger, stronger, faster than Alex, and he's by far the best post defender I've ever gone up against. Really? Yes. Ever, ever. I I would besides apart from Skeletor, which is like Skeletor. He wasn't actually that good though. He wasn't that good. (laughs) Skeletor was this guy we played against in high school. Who is 6'10, maybe 130 pounds. So the dude comes in during our game. He comes in, and then we'll wrap up the pod and we can talk about Skeletor deserves a shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got like eight blocks in the span of the he played garbage time only. Um the span of like two minutes at the end of one of our JV basketball games. And he gets up like there's one play where I think it's Tyler shooting from three, or somebody on our team was shooting from three. And he jumps from the paint and blocks the three-point shot. Uh, Yeah, I I shot a three from the top of the key, and he was in the paint. He blocked it. I I actually have a picture of my senior year when I was guarding against Skeletor. Tyson! Hey, hop on. It was the final couple minutes of the pod here. Um, You can give your prediction for Gonzaga at Michigan State. I got got Gonzaga by a landslide. Really? Yeah. I said you can do it later, Tyson. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> leave. Get out, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Go Cougs. Go Cougs, though. Go Cougs, baby. Um, 
Yeah, we think. Yeah. The, the amount of times that kid just walks into our place. To be yeah. fair, we're not in our studio. We are yeah, in our right. living room, which is next to our studio. Yeah. But um, I anyway, back to Skeletor. Then we'll I review. Uh, then we'll review Gonzaga again. We should actually probably flip to that as well because yeah. it's going to start here in a couple minutes. But and I can't watch. I don't know yes, if I can watch. I'll just look for the fun yeah. score. Watch the end. If all right. Did. But look. All right. Senior year, I'm guarding Skeletor. I have a picture. Look how he, to his waist. Yeah. Yes, that's insane. Yes, yeah. He was he was close to seven foot, 130 pounds. Um, he was he just blocked everything. But other than that, at that level, he's a monster. He couldn't really do anything else. He, he had no skill. I will also say my post game at that time was not what it is now. Correct. I feel like it's better now, but which to your credit improved. So. Um, the other day, last week, last Saturday, we played some pickup, and I feel like I was starting to get hot a little bit in a couple of my games, and Alex goes, hey, I want, I want tea, and I, I, I couldn't do much, couldn't do to, much. You were, you were looking like prime MJ I, out there. I was looking like prime Boris Diaw, maybe. That's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's what I would say. Um, maybe, maybe. I, I was able to hit a couple shots, no, but thank no. Thank you, thank you. I take pride in my defense. Good, good defender here. Um, we're going to go – we're going to tune into the Gonzaga game. Let's do final predictions for Gonzaga game. Although Gonzaga is the number two team in the country, they're favored by 10 points, 10 and a half, I believe. Maybe, no, excuse me, 11 and a half maybe even. I don't know. Um, I think it goes down to the wire. I think Michigan State, they're all – it's just going to be a good game. Um We've already talked a little bit about Gonzaga. I like Gonzaga, but in a close one. Yeah. I'm just not I'm not buying this Gonzaga team right now. I've said this. I think they'll they'll, you know, kind of get things going towards the end, but I don't think this team even has the potential to be as good as the last two years. Yeah, agreed. So I, which still translates into a one seed, probably. They they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be fine. They're gonna maybe drop one in the WCC. Yeah. Maybe two. Maybe two. Win the win, tournament. Win a few of these early season games that are good. Lose a few. They're gonna lose to Texas next week. I think so too. Like Texas is a better team. But like that, believe. it happened last year again. It's yeah. it's uh yeah. But wait, where is this being played? On an aircraft carrier. So wait, you never know. This isn't on land. Correct. Wait <laughs> a second. It's in the ocean. I still have Gonzaga in this one. Are they not going to be affected by the sun? Yeah, I was about is to say the sun. Like... Yeah, what if you get blinded, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I say Gonzaga, but they, Gonzaga doesn't cover the spread of, like, whatever. I kind of think they're going to they're gonna kill Michigan State. I just believe Drew Timmy is his, – his post game is – is elite. He is. Level. He is a. He is an elite. They brought back Strother. They brought back a couple of guys. They're not the Sheer same. Yeah. yeah, their yeah. talent isn't as as it was last year, or the yeah. years prior. But I still think they're one of the best regular season teams in college basketball. Fair yeah. enough. You know, I the only thing that's I have restrictions or limitations or uh, what's holding me back. What's holding me back, I guess, is. Tom Izzo, great coach. I think he's going to coach a good game and keep it within striking distance. Yeah. yeah. Like he, I think if it's kind of like a – and Michigan State plays conservative. Like they slowed the game down. 
and they're going to want to pound it inside, try to get Drew Timmy in foul trouble. That's uh, the thing is, Drew Timmy, there's been some situations where other teams have good bigs that want to get physical with him. He doesn't necessarily respond very to that. Yeah, he's um, he's more of a finesse big guy, yes, great footwork. Yes. Um, so I'm here and, and Baylor roughed him up. Arkansas last year roughed him up. Yeah, you know? and Duke with Mark Williams and Bancaro. And that's Michigan strength. Him up. So and Michigan State is a big man team. Yeah, you know? but I'm curious to see if Strother comes out, starts hitting shots. If Bolton, you know, if they're that's able the to, that's the key is their guard play. to stretch the floor for Gonzaga so that um, Drew Timmy can do his thing down in the post. Yeah, uh, but I also would not be surprised though. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to predict that that will happen. I'd probably lean more Gonzaga, but I think Tom Izzo coaches a good game. I would not be surprised though if Gonzaga first, just first kills them. First game of the season, you can't really. Yeah, plus yeah, preseason know. rankings yeah. don't matter. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a fun game. So we're gonna tune in. Yeah, we're gonna tune yeah, in. If you didn't mention it's on an aircraft carrier. Like, yeah, it is. Wait, on where? An aircraft carrier. <laughs> it's. Yeah, and they're wearing camo uniforms. Uh, on an aircraft carrier. On on an aircraft carrier. Yes. So, yeah. uh, hey, thanks for coming on. We'll we'll have you on again here pretty soon. Yeah. Once the NBA becomes more, uh, it's more in full swing. More in full swing for sure. Once basketball, I feel like it's again, it's kind of a weird week. It's hard to analyze because yeah, we have to make our picks, right? We have to make our college football picks. Yeah. But like you said, it's a slow week. Uh, but yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk more NBA, more more ball here pretty soon. But you know, thanks for hopping on. And uh, anything else you want to say as we close? No, I just want to say thanks, guys, for having me on. And go Cougs! Hopefully, we can pick up a dude. It's here. a good day to be a Coug. Yes. Let's go Cougs! Cool. All right, till next time, everyone.